Welcome to The Edge by MGR with your host, David Gill. Hey everybody, welcome to The Edge by MGR, your host David Gill here. I hope everybody's having a fantastic week, I certainly am. I'm very excited about today's episode. I got the opportunity to sit down with Petko Petkov. He is a lead developer at Jelurita, the company that's behind NXT and Ardor, the crypto projects. Petko is an exceptionally smart individual who's doing some very important work on creating scalable blockchain solutions for businesses around the world. And you know, I talked to him about a few different things from his work on NXT and Ardor to, you know, what he thinks is the best way to create scalable blockchains because obviously that is a major hurdle uh, facing the space right now. And I also talked to him a little bit about what he thinks is holding back crypto as a whole from reaching mainstream adoption and how long we can expect to wait until it does really reach critical mass. Anyways, it was a fantastic chat and I hope you guys really enjoy. You ain't got no money, I ain't got no time. All these faces looking funny when I'm driving by. Hi, everybody. I'm sitting down here with Petko Petkov from Jelorita. How you doing today? I'm doing fine, thanks. All it's right. It's a cold day here, but yes. <laughs> Thank you uh, for accommodating time zones. Petko is in uh, Bulgaria, so. Uh, we had to accommodate on opposite sides of the globe, but thank you very much for that. Welcome. Thank you too for letting me participate in our podcast. Yeah, no problem. So before we get into Jelarita uh, and crypto and all of that, what were you working on before crypto and what led you to want to go full time on Jelarita? Uh, I've been in different areas. Uh, I've been doing... Uh, financial software for some time, uh, also games for mobile devices, uh, productivity tools, and uh, well, I just, it was interesting for me, this new technology, the blockchain, and uh, I initially, in fact, it was like a hobby to me, uh, writing code for NXT. So, what brought me to NXT first is that it's, uh, it was, I still think, is the correct way to do the consensus mm-hmm. uh, in, in, on the internet. And this is what brought me to the project. I want to contribute and participate in it, uh, or at least find some flow in it. <laughs> uh, so, I wanted to get my hands into the software. I see. So and, uh, about Jelurida, Jelurida is a company which is incorporated by the developers of NXT. So this is how I got to Jelurida, okay. <laughs> being a developer of NXT. Yeah, that was my next question was obviously what is Jelurida and then could you give like a brief explanation of NXT and Ardor for those who aren't familiar? Okay, NXT is uh, the first pure uh, the first uh, network which uses uh, pure proof-of-stake consensus mechanism. Mm-hmm. It means that uh, consensus is reached, according, uh, the blockchain is extended according to the stake uh, which participants have in, 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 the, in the network. 
so we were developing KXT uh, as a, it's still open source software, but we were generally individuals contributing to the software. And at some point, we decided to incorporate the company because we had some, uh, for some business reasons. Uh, <laughs> Like we had uh, clients uh, or uh, entities who wanted to use our software, but as uh, separate individuals, it was difficult to uh, to negotiate something with everybody. So finally, yeah. this was the reason to incorporate Julia. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, NXT also is not only a payment network, a payment system. It uh, it supports many different features. Uh, we call these features smart transactions, op- as opposite to the smart contracts, which you know from other networks. Uh, they they are predefined, but they they are different in type. And in fact, with with our smart transaction, some features can be implemented with smart transaction, which cannot be implemented with, with smart contracts. So generally, this is this is NXT. It's a network with pure proof of stake uh, consensus and which supports various features like uh, issuing your own asset on the network, trading this asset or asset, when I say asset, I mean uh, your own token. Uh, when you issue your token, you are the first uh, owner of the token, then you can trade this token in a decentralized way. Uh, there are other features like uh, messaging, uh, Right, and uh, NXT yeah, is actually yeah. almost five years old now, right? Yes, exactly, exactly. It was one of the, f- I and think it was the first proof of stake uh, uh, cryptocurrencies at, well, uh, at the beginning, correct? No, proof of stake, uh, Peercoin is the first coin, uh, the first uh, network which uses uh, proof of stake, but they were using. They were until recently, in fact, they were using a checkpointing mechanism mm-hmm. for reaching the consensus. So it wasn't well. It was some. Also, they have mining there where uh, the coins are created by doing proof of work. Yeah. So it was some hybrid between uh, proof of stake and checkpoints. So NXT is the first which is just pure proof of stake. I see. Okay. And then, could you give a quick explanation of what Ardor is? Ardor is an upgrade of NXT. Uh, since NXT has some uh, significant uh, problems, proof of stake is in fact less scalable than proof of work, because you know, maybe you know, in Bitcoin and uh, other proof of work networks, only some big uh, participants in the network, the miners, only they are required to uh, to process the history of the transactions. And in proof of work, there are also SPV clients, simple payment verification clients, mm-hmm. which almost everybody uses uh, on your mobile phone. Or uh, If you are just a user of Bitcoin, you probably use SPV client. So proof of work allows this type of clients. Proof of stake, it's at least I don't know how this type of cut could be done with proof of stake and without separating the forging token from the token with which, with which transactions are, uh, are done. So this is Ardor. We, in Ardor, our idea is to separate the 
for, when I say forging, I mean the Tottenham which, with which consensus is reached. So in other we have two or generally two types of tokens. One forging token, which is used for reaching consensus, mm-hmm. and one token for uh, regular transaction. Okay. And this now hopefully <laughs> will allow us to implement uh, lighter clients and also to solve the uh, blockchain uh, bloat problem which uh, we have in NXT, because in NXT, if you want to participate in the network in a decentralized way, without trusting somebody, without downloading the blockchain from somewhere, you must, in fact, process all the history of of transactions, which is uh, not user-friendly at all. You must wait, like, a few hours. Yeah. If if the network got got better adoptions, uh, adoption, you would have had to wait uh, maybe days or even weeks. Mm -hmm. So... it's a scaling so problem. Is, yes, it's a scaling problem in proof of stake, which we want to solve, and we are almost there, in fact, to solve in Ardor. Very interesting. So, real quick, before we go further into the technical stuff, if you had to explain blockchain to someone from 40 years ago who knew about computers, how would you do it? Okay, so first. Uh, 40 years ago there wasn't internet so I must first explain that with this computer you can connect to other computers and this way in the future you will be able to communicate with with many people in the world which you don't know (laughs) you will never meet again (laughs) so so, first of all we must set this knowledge about internet Mm -hmm. then uh, what the blockchain is in very briefly is a technology which allows People on the internet, through internet, people who don't know each other, don't trust each other, or maybe even hate each other, to still come to consensus about who owns how much of the coins. <laughs> Very briefly, this is a technology which allows human human beings to, to come to consensus in a decentralized way, without trusting some third party, some government, about who owns what. So, uh, allowing people to trust each other without needing an intermediary, right? Allowing people to come to consensus without trusting each other. More. Yeah, More. okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Putting trust in the system instead of each other, basically. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yes. All right, so my next question is, uh, as far as building NXT and Ardor, obviously this is all new technology and you know a lot of it has not been done before. What are some of the biggest challenges you faced in bu- faced in building out these uh, platforms or networks? Frankly, the biggest challenge I see today is, uh, in fact, user experience. How, how to I mean, how to make this this network accessible to the to the normal user? Mm-hmm. Because me as a programmer, it, it's easy for me to participate in it to download some code and. Uh, I guess compile it and uh, join a network, but for normal users, they, they want everything to be much more simpler. And uh, yes, this is the biggest challenge. Uh, and well, of course, uh, scalability is another big challenge which we must solve. But uh, for me, for me, it's more difficult to develop <laughs> uh, to develop user uh, user. Uh, UI, which is 
which provide both experience to the user down to think about scalability. I think scalability will find its solution sooner or later. Mm-hmm. Uh, the good user experience and <laughs> will be much tougher. Right. And, time and that's that's kind of a little bit of what Jello Rita does, right? Because you guys specialize in building blockchains for businesses, right? Like what's your like Obviously, you want to make it simple for a lot of businesses who are not uh, technical to implement blockchain. What's your pitch to companies that are maybe using a regular database or not using blockchain technology on why they should use blockchain instead? Mm, well, this idea about the uh, blockchain as a service, uh, it's in, yes, it's in fact uh, the main goal when incorporating Jewelers is exactly to be able to give license to companies that want to use our our code. Okay. Uh, well, I personally I'm a developer and I don't really do marketing or selling. Uh, well, but <laughs> uh, so, so, somebody who wants to uh, who who have this uh, use case where he must trust uh, other, he must not, he must uh, come to consensus with other parties without uh, trusting each other. This, this is where the blockchain could uh, conceivably came into use. So I, frankly, I don't really recommend everybody to use blockchain instead of database. Database is, uh, is, uh, in most cases, you you need database. You don't mm-hmm. need blockchain. You must very carefully uh, discuss with us, and uh, I don't know. You must really need the blockchain in order, in order to justify using it. So, are there any examples of businesses or projects that have implemented your technology so far? I believe I've seen um, the Austrian government or some uh, entity in Austria using it for identification. Is that a use case, or are there other ones that you could tell me about? Uh, yes, they had a project like that, but I think they lately, with the change of the uh, political situation in Austria, they I think they <laughs> canceled the project. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so government uh, is not very reliable. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> so. Uh, well, there are a few projects indeed which which uh, which are currently in development. Uh, I'm not aware of uh, someone already using it in production, frankly, but it is possible that I don't know of uh, such company. They exist, but I don't know about it. Of course, many people use the use the NXT blockchain. We we are ourselves used the used the NXT blockchain when we. Uh, did our ICO in order to uh, track in a decentralized way the ownership of uh, the new coins which we issued. Uh, and yes, we used ourselves <laughs> and everybody else can do it. Yeah. So uh, let me ask yeah. you this. Where do you see five years from now Jellerita and, and uh, the Ardor Network? I think we will in Jelreader will still be improving our software. Uh, and about Ardor, Ardor it, it's 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 a decentralized network. It can survive with or without us. So it will be there. Whatever happens with us, <laughs> it will be there because you know 
there are different uh, entities and the people who own the, uh, the forging token, so it's up to them to develop the software if we are not here. So, do you think it's uh, do you think it's so possible? We, no, go ahead, sir. Yeah. So Ardo will for sure will be around. How 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 much it will be adopted uh, really depends on guys like us who develop its its software. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, to guys who promote it and uh, and yeah. So what was your question? Do you, so my follow up was basically: Do you think that five years from now, or maybe even five years is too soon? I don't know. Five to ten years that it's plausible that you have many many uh, businesses and groups using the Ardor network on a day to day basis. Well, yes, sir, I do think. Otherwise, I wouldn't be wasting <laughs> my time. <laughs> of course, yes, I think it's uh, it's. Still, uh, still being in development, still not very popular. But I think if it once get traction, because Ardo is one of the little networks out there which uh, which is truly decentralized. I mean, there is isn't and, and trustless, and in the same time, it will hopefully provide uh, scalability similar to to Ethereum or uh, to other. Uh, uh, of networks, which scalability was not here uh, in NXT. NXT is again it uh, has this problem with the blockchain vault, which uh, which is preventing me- ad- the adoption. Right, and so that was my next question. You mentioned blockchain bloat, and other networks like Bitcoin suffer from that too. And you, for Ardor, have used uh, what you call a parent-child chain solution to scaling. Could you give like a little bit of explanation of that and why you think, obviously, it's the best option over the many uh, other projects out there? Uh, yeah, I scratched the surface uh, in the beginning. So, mm-hmm. uh, first of all, uh, the blockchain board problem in Bitcoin, its basis is uh, in the Bitcoin design. Uh, Ethereum solves soft, generally the blockchain board problem by uh, Saving in each block a hash of the whole state. So uh, I, I guess I'm getting too technical, but uh, briefly and uh, for non-technical person, well, they for non-technical person, what Ardo is to NXT is what Ethereum is to uh, Bitcoin. Okay. So in Bitcoin, in Bitcoin, every full node must uh, process all the history of transaction because this is how Bitcoin is designed. Uh, in fact, it's not Ethereum who invented the. It's not Ethereum guys who invented the saving of the state in the in the blo- in block the, the hash of the state in blocks. It, I think it was another project a long time ago, uh, something like crypto crypto need or something like that. Anyways, uh, what Ethereum improves in the, in the blockchain and in proof of in proof of work is to uh, is to provide this option which they call fast sync option uh, which allows a full node to sync with the blockchain in a trustless way without downloading the whole history. 
Okay, I'm jumping in here real quick. We just had to take a quick pause so Petco could go take care of his daughter. Uh, again, we're in different time zones. It's morning for me, but it's uh, 9 p.m. at night, I believe, where he is at home in Bulgaria. Anyways. Um, yeah, she, she's a very nice kid, but uh, I don't know. Today, her grandmother is here, so <laughs> <laughs> a little bit excited. No worries, no uh, worries. So where was I? Uh so yes, uh, about the parent child chain design, it's not really uh, child chain. We don't really have child chain. We have the child chain in Arbor are more of an economical or philosophical term. Mm -hmm. We have one blockchain where uh, the coins, where we have more coins, more than one coin, and the uh, transactions can pay fees in child chain coins and. Transactions with charge chain coins can be pumped similarly to what Ethereum does. Okay. Now let me so, let's take a step back and talk a little bit about the crypto uh, community as a whole and, and blockchain technology. So a big topic is you know what will be the killer decentralized applications, the DApps that bring in millions of users, right? What are some of the uh, D apps that you've seen yourself that you like? And are there any ideas that you think have potential but maybe need more development? Uh, I think D apps is more uh, invention by Ethereum. We don't really support smart contracts, which is the core, or maybe I don't understand your question correctly. Do you mean decentralized apps, which, uh, which like, you... I guess you could say, like, um, second layer applications, like, like, Ardor would be kind of the base layer, but things that could be built uh -huh. on top of Ardor. Yes, 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 uh-huh. Uh, so, we, currently, I, I don't use the apps, <laughs> mm -hmm. so cannot like it, but, uh, I, well, what I want to see, uh, is... Well, I like, for example, to play poker. Why not poker on the blockchain in a decentralized way? For example, uh, you see, uh, like all a, a provably smart... fair uh, poker game, right? Yes, right. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> there are some problems. I thought about this, and there are some problems with, uh, with poker on the blockchain. For example, uh, what will prevent you from showing your card to someone else? Anyways. So, uh, the apps, well, it must be uh, mentioned about the apps that, uh, and about smart contracts and also smart transactions that uh, they only operate with virtual things. Okay. So, for example, we cannot write uh, smart contracts, uh, if I want to, to, uh, hire or do some work for me. I really cannot write a smart contract for, for that without trusting a third party which to check whether you did the work, mm -hmm. okay? Uh, so they are all pretty much limited to virtual virtual, virtual uh, objects. They can only operate with virtual objects. Of course, there are, uh, I mean, to operate with virtual objects in a decentralized way. There is, if you put some trust into the system, then you can have uh, a real world of application, like, uh, I don't know, uh, storing uh, on the blockchain, uh, tracking a property ownership on the blockchain, or uh, how to say this in English? Uh, <laughs> uh, like, uh, 
like property, property ownership. Yeah. So like yeah. validating that yes, I own this house or something like that. Yes, it, it can be can the blockchain can be used for this, but you still need uh, trusted third party mm-hmm. which to enforce the ownership of the house. <laughs> Because if you, even if you know that if you own the house on the blockchain, you need police which to go to the house and uh, get that guy away. Which right. <laughs> As, at least in real world applications, there's always going to be a need for some form of third party, but it could be more efficient, I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah. It, yes, it could be more. Yes, it, the blockchain, of course, allows. Uh, certain level of transparency but and, it, uh, at least for digital assets you know you don't you no longer need a third party with blockchain exactly yes 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 exactly for digital or virtual stuff you don't you don't need it, no. so anymore. final question yeah. on the crypto uh, space as a whole what do you think and i guess you kind of already answered this a little bit with the uh, user experience, but would you say that's the biggest thing holding back crypto and blockchain uh, overall from achieving mass adoption at the moment? Yes, I think scalability and and uh, and user experience are the biggest problems. And uh, you know, you cannot you and you cannot, for example, Bitcoin uh, transaction fees uh, hit like sixty dollars last year. It's, it's mm-hmm. simply unacceptable for me yeah whatever the bitcoin guys say it's simply not not compatible with uh, other uh, payment systems so <laughs> yes i think this is uh, in fact transaction fees are a uh, result of uh, low scalability so scalability and the user experience are the two things that we must improve as uh, software developers and developers in general if you were to give a time estimate as far as years until it would be easy for the average person to kind of interact with blockchain blockchain technology, how long roughly, obviously, you know, I know it's hard to guess these things, but how long roughly do you think it will take? I don't know, maybe, maybe another 10 years. Really? You I think that long? <laughs> mm, well... It uh, see uh, solving scalability usually usually uh, harms user experience. Okay. For example, Lightning Network it solves scalability, but until it it becomes usable for the user, uh, some people say that maybe centuries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so so, uh, so yeah. It, well, I think uh, I this is. This is my estimate. Looking on how fast the technology is evolving during the last 10 years, it didn't evolve a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, Ethereum, for example, again, Ethereum, they introduced uh, smart contracts uh, during complete smart contracts. For me, it's not really usable for uh, in the way they advertise it. And the other big, uh, big uh, innovation in Ethereum is, again, the fast sync option and the way to sync so uh, to have a full node sync with the blockchain quickly uh, what we are doing now so uh, ethereum was started uh, 2014 in the beginning they, did, they didn't have this option in the beginning in fact they i think 2015 or 16 they did it. 
so you can see for such a simple thing, we need a whole new network to be created. <laughs> and uh, well, I think I think the scalability and the improvement of scalability are moving at least at least um, uh, if I uh, interpolate the past into the future, you will need at least another 10 years until until we have a really scalable uh, network. So, you know, uh, the, again, again, yes. the the most com- the, you know the most common comparison for blockchain right now is kind of like internet in the early 90s you know very slow can't do too much but there's a lot of potential there but the you know the masses don't see the use case for it yet so you're you're thinking we're kind of in the early 90s of blockchain and that it'll take till maybe the early 2000s before it really explodes and sees mass adoption yeah in fact you are right maybe maybe this is indeed the the case (laughs) uh so Again, my estimation is based on the on the past interpolation of the past. Yeah. So it is it is possible that uh, our that the technology start advancing much faster. Yes, I agree with that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much. If people want to find out more about you personally online, how can they find you? Oh, uh, well, I'm not really into social networks. But I have Twitter account. You can find me on Twitter. What's your username? Uh, Petko DP. Okay. I'll put that in the podcast description for everyone listening. And if there's any business out there that's listening that wants to get started using blockchain, uh, what's the best way to get in contact with uh, Jelorita? Contact us at uh, info at jelorita.com or see our website and we have a contact there. Okay. I'll put links to all that for everyone listening as well. Well, Peko, thank you very much for your time. This was a pleasure. Uh, thank you for your very thorough answers as well. It was very helpful. <laughs> thank you, too. Uh, I hope that uh, I didn't get too technical. No, no, <laughs> and no. That you my English is understandable. <laughs> yes. No, your English is, is very good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Okay, bye, David. Thank you very much. Hey guys, David here again before you go. If you listened this far and enjoyed the podcast, all I ask is that you share it with one person who you think would also enjoy it or learn from it in any way. That would really mean a lot to me, really mean a lot to us. And also, I wanted to take a second to tell you about what we do at MGR. Similar to Jillarita, we help businesses, but while they help companies adopt to blockchain technology, we help businesses grow. We are a full-service marketing agency, and by full-service, I really really mean it, you know, from managing your ad creative to diving deep on your overall business strategy or even building out entire web platforms. Whatever you need done, MGR does what it takes to help your company grow. So if you want to take your business to the next level, that's what we do. If you want to get in contact with us, you can just email me personally, david at mgragency.com. You can shoot me a simple one-liner, you know, listen to your podcast, interested in what you do, if you want to just learn more about what we can help you out with, or if you already know what you want and you just want the help, you can send me a full explanation. Either way, we will quickly get back to you. 
Thank you guys so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed. Again, thank you to Petco for joining me today and giving me his time. Thank you so much. I will see you guys next time. Bye-bye.